welcome to episode 17 of Into the Podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined with the very sensual Ryan Chittenden. Hello, Sam. How are you, baby boy? Pretty tired today. Yeah, I'm fucking knackered, mate. Yeah, I know. It's been a long, long week, this one. I feel for you, bro. Like, you've you've been non-existent this week. I, I literally have, yeah. I've pretty much got up, gone to work, and got back really late and just gone to bed. Yeah. All week. I've not managed to game with you guys. I've not managed to watch anything. I've literally just lived to work, which is... So that's been into the podcast. That's all we've got to talk about this yeah, week. We'll see you next week. It's going to be a struggle today. We've got to... <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, it's all good. I made you the strongest coffee I could I, as well. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of bouncing off the walls right now. Yeah, that is chewy, mate. I made you a bit <laughs> I made you a bit of dinner when you got here as well. You know what? You've really looked after me today. I have, Came mate. in. Have you had any food? No. Pasta bake waiting for me. Yes, really mate. strong coffee. You know, what, I knew more, you'd be what tired. more could a bald man want? Exactly. I knew you'd be tired. Except knew... hair. Exactly. <laughs> and you've got plenty of that, just on your back. Yeah. Yeah, I do need to comb it quite often. <laughs> Yeah, I knew you'd be tired because I knew what you had on at work this week. And, and, well, I don't know how exhausting it is. I've not done that, but I knew you'd be fucked. So get in, get food down you. Nice and stodgy and full of carbs. Big, strong coffee. And big, strong and coffee. And we go. And we talk to the people about fucking nothing as per usual. Yes, just absolute bollocks. And that's what we've got planned today. <laughs> there's lot, there's lot, the worst thing is we've done nothing, but yet my page is full of stuff to talk about. I know. I, I don't know how. We've, got, weird, a, like, we've got like a big catalogue, haven't we? The shit that yeah, we can just pull fair. out at any random point. Which is good, isn't it? Oh, yeah. For the fact that's that we, why this podcast exists. For the fact oh. that we don't see each other really that much compared to some of my friends, we have way more to talk about than we should, really. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, we mainly meet up once a week for the podcast. Well, yeah, exactly. The, the odd time we'll throw in a, you know cheeky session here or there or whatever we need a session we do we were talking about that earlier. we do yeah what are you doing what are you doing this weekend kind of busy yeah, you're fucking always busy <laughs> fuck you ryan <laughs> um how did you find last episode have you had much feedback from it from hi ren hi ren yeah I've had, quite a lot of people have come to me and said oh, i've been listening to it um some people bit of a mixed reaction i think everyone's in i don't think anyone said it's the it's not good I think everyone can appreciate the talent behind it, but I've heard some people be like, enjoyed it, it's just not my sort of thing or not okay. my kind of music. I've heard some people really like it. Drew messaged saying, message me saying, I hope the old episode's not about Ren because I can't stand Ren. Um, I think because his neighbour plays it all the time. So right, he just hears okay. it. So he's like, listen to it to death. <laughs> so. He's just jealous. Oh yeah. He's just yeah, jealous yeah. that another musician made it to this podcast. Yeah, there's only one musician in our hearts, really. Ren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the jingles by Ren. <laughs> We'd never lose you, Drew. You're our boo. You're our boo, Drew. <laughs> boo Drew. <laughs> um, so I've not had a lot of people come to me. I've had a handful. Um, all of them are absolutely loving Ren. Um, really, they enjoyed the episode. They really enjoyed what they've heard. So it's been nice to talk to more people about it and sort of give recommendations. Oh yeah. Um, obviously, I know that you said that uh, Jenny, Jenny Orcott at work, uh, listened to it. I just want to say how fantastic Jenny is. Do you? Isn't she fantastic? Isn't she? Yeah. I, I just honestly, I love the girl. I think she's great. Yeah. Um, there, there's there's your shout out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> real subtle, real smooth. You, you yeah. terrifying lady. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was really good. So a few things have happened this week. So when did we record last week? Thursday again, was it? Um, I have no idea. 
It was something like that. So Thursday, I think you're right. Yeah, so a few bits happened over the weekend. It was nice and chill, to be fair. But the big one was the Super Bowl happened on Sunday night. Um, you know I'm a big American football you are, fan. You are. When the American football isn't on, I get kind of sad because it's my one time of the year I get to talk about sports. You, didn't, yeah, you know me, big sports guy. Do you like the, the, the football? I love the soccers. Yes. <laughs> um, it was fucking everything. I wanted it to be and more. Really? For the Super Bowl, you, you want this big event, this huge, amazing game. Uh, so I had five people around. I put on a fuck off pot of chili, nice. did hot dogs. We made some really nice chili yeah. dogs. Yeah, I saw some of the pictures. They looked oh, amazing. Mate, they were banging. Um, it was, it was a, so it was the two number one seeded teams playing each other. So, like big, right, so uh, big expectations. Big behind teams go in. It was the number one seeded offense versus the number one seeded defense as well. So I was expecting some big plays, but some yeah, big defense. It was the first time in Super Bowl history that um, two black quarterbacks played in it as well. Nice, um, and it was fucking outstanding, mate. Was it? it was yeah. non stop end to end um it ended 38-35 to Ooh. Kansas City Chiefs in the end um close game then close game and it was one of these i know you're not a fan of you don't watch american football no but like the big thing of american football especially in the fourth quarter is all about time management okay so um if you if you don't go out of bounds in the last 2 minutes then the clock will continue go in the only way you can stop that is with a timeout so it's all about using your time wisely and it got to a point where it was 35 35 there was about 20 seconds left or something like that it, it, no it wasn't it was just shy of a minute um kansas city chiefs get the ball straight to the end zone and stop at the one yard line instead of getting the touchdown and getting seven points ahead they stopped there why because they can then run down the clock so it's called taking a knee. So they get the ball, they'll snap it, you take a knee, the clock continues going okay. until you next snap it. They basically stop it with a couple of seconds left, then kick it for a field goal, which leaves the other team like three seconds oh, so to throw no... the ball 80 yards and get a touchdown, which right. is just, it doesn't happen very often. It's, yeah. it's it's called a Hail Mary for a reason. Okay, uh, It was just one of those like, oh my God, fucking what's going on? Yeah. Oh, it was so exciting. Uh, stayed up to watch them you know, Lithuania trophy. The one thing I hate about American football is they all stand on the podium and the owner gets to hold it first and the interview the owner first. Oh, bullshit, yeah. Then the coach, then the quarterback, and then it sort of just gets passed around and no one gives a fuck about the rest of the team whilst they're holding it. Yeah. Which is that, a bit shit. Yeah, I don't like that. Whereas you know, that's is better, like I know I'm biased, but like in football and stuff where you win a major trophy, it the captain picks it up. Yes. And then maybe the captain and the manager will lift the trophy together. Which yeah. is how it should be. And then it's passed around all the players and they all get their chance. Yeah. You know, normally the owners aren't oh god aren't even seen at all. It's immediate. That owner gets all the praise. Oh, I hate and, that. Uh, it's so business like Yeah. Oh, that's the problem about American football. Everything's a franchise. Yeah, it is. It's all it's all money making. But, how was the um because there's always they always do the big like halftime show, don't the they? The halftime show. So it was Riri this year. Okay. Our Rihanna. Um it was okay. I don't mind Rihanna for what she is. I'm not a Rihanna fan. That's not my type of music. It was okay. I didn't realize she was pregnant. No so, idea. No. So to be stood like 
the stage shows are always fantastic. You know, yeah, it's over okay. the top. It's America. So yeah. it's going to be a fucking stage show. So to sort of see her, and I was like, oh my God, she's on this podium fucking high up in the stadium. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize she was pregnant again. That's like really cool that she got up there. Um, I personally just think the halftime show is a fucking farce. Mm. Back in the day when you had Prince and Rolling Stones and these type of people doing like a gig at halftime. Now it's just pop artists doing a medley of a few songs. Yeah. Okay. And it's just bad. Right. Like, so for me, it's a bit of a waste of time. We've had some good ones over the years. Um, I really like Lady Gaga's. I thought hers was really good. I actually quite like Katy Perry's as well. Hers looked okay. fantastic. I don't think I've seen any of them. Yeah. Um, and found out this year as well. It's the first time it's sort of been put in my eyes anyway that the artists don't get paid for the halftime show so obviously i was in a band for years and years and you and i did more gigs than i can count for yeah. exposure yeah rihanna did a gig for exposure that's well, what it's about it's the, it's the the ultimate show i guess isn't it that that's, everyone knows what the super bowl is <laughs> that's basically what they say yeah even so someone like me world. who's never watched the Super Bowl, and I'm not into my American football, but you know what the Super Bowl is, and you know that they do a massive halftime show, and you know it is like it's like an award, almost an honor, mm. to be picked or chosen to to do the halftime show. Yeah, is yeah. it just one artist they have? So norm, so over the years, it's normally one artist, and they will bring somebody out. Okay, last year was the, all the rappers. Right. So it's 50 Cent, Snoop oh, Dogg, yeah, I do, I do, all that Yeah, lot. I remember that. Um, so I did find out as well that Adele turned it down a couple of years ago because Adele um, isn't interested in American football. She was at the Super Bowl. So I feel Adele will be doing next year. Uh, okay. Somebody's doing her uh, research, isn't she? Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, like, oh, it was just such a fun night, mate. I, and it's not something everyone that listens to this podcast will be into. But fucking hell, if you want to get into the game, watch the highlights from the Super Bowl we just had because it yeah. was so exciting. That's cool. Yeah, really good. Nice. Um, let's get a little bit more nerdy then. Let's talk about a bit of gaming. Bit of gaming? Yeah, you messaged us in the group chat yesterday saying, lads, 30 gig update on Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. I just I went... I only noticed it by chance because I went to just put some on on Netflix yesterday and I was like, it wasn't like buffering properly. And normally that's a telltale sign. So, you know, my internet is absolute shite. Yeah. That, um, something's downloaded. So I had a quick look and it was, yeah, 30 gig update, update on Warzone and season two's coming out. I completely forgot it came out yesterday. So I ran downstairs and I have three copies of Warzone oh, no, yeah, <laughs> in this yeah. house and I put them all oh. on update um, three copies it's so unnecessary just in time as well because the day before I hit level 250 does it reset I, no so I went on then and it did, didn't reset I right, assumed okay. you would max out at about 250 and then reset in the new season but it hasn't yeah, I don't know very excited to try it though the map looks insane the samurai have they changed this map then how does it work like... I'm, not, I'm not overly sure to be fair I've not looked into it all... so I've just seen pictures of the new map Yeah. so okay. I don't know whether Almazra has gone and this new map's in or th- whether it's just a new map for certain right. gameplay from what play. I'm trying to remember from the last from Warzone 1 when they did this I think they kept the full map okay and then there was just a new game mode which was on a smaller map so you could do both so you still had like the classic war zone but then you also had this alternate one because we did actually win the uh the mini one i think it was me ed maybe kyle 
can't remember if there's four of us, but we actually won that war zone, but we never counted it as a war zone win because it it didn't feel proper because there's only like 40 players in it or something, yeah. maybe like 10 squads of four. Yeah, because they have mini trios at the minute, don't they, where it's 50 players in. We played it the other day and got fourth, me, yeah. Kyle and Max. Yeah, so I do think it's a little bit easier because there's less players. Um, so I have won that, but they're good fun as well because you get into the action quicker because it's it's smaller map, you're straight in. <laughs> But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what else they've tried to do. You know, I'm a sucker for a, a skin. I know, and now that. they've got these samurai oh. boys. And I'd only want them if they if they get to use the samurai <laughs> sword. Which I'm sure they will. I don't know. I guess unless they swapped it for the tactical knife, the combat knife, mm-hmm. and then had that as, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Well, we need to get the fuck on it, don't we? Stop being busy, busy all, all the, the time. fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Right, should we quit the podcast so we can start playing... At least we'll have one night a week where we definitely play Warzone then. Yeah, that's true. All yeah, right. yeah. After the last episode of Into the Podcast? What, right now? Yeah, yeah. This could be the last episode ever. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Sam, cool. Yeah. Right, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there is another game that you are drastically waiting to play, isn't there? Yeah, a game that has taken over the world, I would say. Literally. I, I would say it's the biggest game right now. Couldn't agree more. Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, most of my favourite Call of Duty streamers are now streaming Hogwarts. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my like Facebook feed, everything, Instagram, it's all just popping up, like videos of people playing it, people commenting on it, like mods that people have done. Like, I think, I mean, Claire's showed me about a million or spoken about a million different TikTok videos where it's like either instructional videos or look at this cool thing you can do. It's just, it has taken over. Um, Claire obviously got the new PlayStation, so she's been on, but... Hogwarts Legacy straight away and has not got off it since. This is the thing. So you are my second friend that I've lost gaming to because their partners now have Hogwarts Legacy. So my boy Jack, um, Jack Magic, he... Don't play with him as much, but he just can't get on it at the moment. Yeah. Because... We haven't played with Jack for ages. No, because his missus is playing Hogwarts <laughs> constantly. I know the feeling, Jack. <laughs> he messaged me the other day. He said, she's just playing Hogwarts. When she comes off, I'll drop your message. He messaged me at half midnight. <laughs> I woke up to the text being like, I can get a quick half hour in now. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Um, it does look cool, though. It looks it looks great. Because I know there was lots. there's been a lot of hype about this game because it seems to have been in the works in development for years yeah. when it was first announced and then we've seen different bits like different snippets over the years and then it's one of the reasons i hate social media but it's like all i saw was like toxic stuff like oh this is gonna be shit or it's gonna be so buggy or oh i wish they'd fix this or sort that it's like it's a year before the game's even come out you know yeah. what i mean like yeah um so i think there's a lot of negativity from me i could be wrong but from what i'd seen from like the gaming world I think most most people were just like, oh my god, I can't wait to play fucking Hogwarts. an open world oh, Harry Potter yeah, game. Yes, exactly. please. Um, but yeah, now everyone just seems to be loving it. Absolutely loving it. The gameplay looks cool. I've seen some like some of the combat stuff looks awesome. Like all the different spells. Um, obviously, being a I love I love an open world RPG. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. things like Skyrim, Fable to a lesser extent, but you know, Oblivion, those sort of games, World of Warcraft. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> um, so I love that. That's that's my sort of jam. But with those games, like anything, they take over your life. And this is the thing. I, I really want to buy it, but I bought so many fucking games that, I mean, Red Dead 2, 
I put yeah. I put about three weeks into that and then lost it to Rocket League and Call of Duty. Yeah, that's and I've it. not picked it back up again. I, I know, like Red Dead is another one that I still haven't touched. I was working well, like, you know, when we first started this podcast, I was on about how I was working my way through the Resident Evil games. And, you know, don't get me wrong, one and two, I did play about 18 million times. <laughs> yes, you did. Nearly got all the achievements. But um, I started three and I was just like, oh, I can't. It's, it's a commitment, isn't it? And sometimes, well, you know what I'm like, I'm busy anyway. So it's hard to, to think, oh, let's, let's sacrifice four or five hours on this tonight when it's like, oh, jump on on Warzone or Rocket League for an hour or two, which yeah. is more achievable. Yeah, of And course. it's nice to be social as well. Like, you know, it's nice to just unwind, like, the lads or whatever, have a couple of hours. And I, th- I think this is the thing for me as well. Like, playing with the guys now is just, is trumping any game I could possibly play. That's it, yeah. Any storyline is great, but sitting and playing COD, the same game over and over with you boys. And, you know, we can have a different team every time, depending on who's on. That's what's taken over my life because we're adults and it's hard to get out and it's hard to do shit. We're very busy all the time. Yeah, so it's... having friends down a microphone seems to be the way forward at the minute. You Absolutely. Know, yeah. You living so far away, Kyle, I very rarely get to see Kyle. So yeah. um, Max, same thing. You all live miles away from me. So it's nice to be able to be like, I can still see you yeah. guys or speak to you guys a couple of times a week. Exactly. For an hour. Like, you know, we've managed to get a few games with Drew in as well, you know, which we, which we, ne- we never get to, never get to see him really. Um, and that's it. Like, no matter what game we play, as long as, like, there's a group of us, it sounds cheesy as, as fuck, but it is nice when you're playing it together. Like, whether we jump oh, on, like, Dead by Daylight or something, and we mix it up, you know, we're more than... I know, like, me and you are more than happy to play any game, whether whatever weird, wonderful game. We'll play it. We'll give it a go. Oh, God, And absolutely. it's always more of a laugh yeah. when there's a group of you. Um... But we, yeah, we, before we start recording, we were just saying we need another night where it's like a proper night where like on a weekend, we don't have to be up for work. We can have a, like get a crate of beer in each, just be drinking and be on like all night and just do that because it's such, such a laugh. But that's all it was at one point. Before it was a couple of times a week, we would get together once a fortnight, once every three weeks. Yeah. For a crate of beer night. Yeah, you that know, was it. And it's you, me and Kyle, or if Kyle couldn't make it, it was Max because he'd always bring yeah, his... Yeah, or even like Liam oh, would play yeah. and Rich T would come on. Like we had a, we had a good group for like Gears of War and now we've got like Thomas that will jump on as well. So we have got... You know, we play how many times we've played with like Jack as well and Jack Magic. Yeah. You know, we have got like, there's a lot of a us. solid corner. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to the point where <clears throat> sometimes it's difficult because if everyone is on, on that random night where everyone's on, it's so difficult because games like COD, it's only four player. Yeah, God, yeah. The other day, blessing when Thomas joined our party and we know, couldn't yeah. get into a game because there was five of us in a party. And I was so like, you just booted him? <laughs> well, I couldn't do anything I didn't else. say anything to him. I texted him. I texted him. silent boot. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I booted him and then I messaged him on Discord and I was like, really sorry, dude. We're having one more game before bed because it was quite late. We're having one more game, then bed. We already had a squad. Sorry. Yeah. He never replied to me. Oh, no. <laughs> and bless I'm like, him. oh, God, he probably hates me now. Yeah. I'm sorry, mate, yeah. but you got to go. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. But this weekend, um, I'm hoping to get a bit of gaming in. Um, I've, I've got family coming over that I'll have to see and stuff. But, you know, I've got I've got like a few hours where I can think, set aside. But the big debate now is, do I go on Hogwarts and start that? Or I've got The Last of Us sat there. Shit, you have, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's playing Hogwarts and everyone, like, I have so many people come up to me, oh, you started it? Yeah, when are you playing it? What do you think of it? And I was like, I haven't, I haven't even put it on yet. And then, but then The Last of Us is also current, you know, we're watching that. We said we wanted to play it alongside the show. If, and if I had to put a big stint in it, because I don't think it's a massive 
game. I saw it to Neil at work earlier, and he thinks no more than like 20 hours to do like everything. So, you know, if you think, oh, I could put in a couple of good stints over the weekend, I could maybe be halfway through the game. Yeah, And I'd probably be quite caught up with the show. So I think I'm leaning towards that. I would personally, with Claire playing Hogwarts, let her have a thing for yeah. a bit. Like you, you enjoyed that. I'll jump on it a bit later on down the line. Yeah. She, she'll have some hints and tips for you then That's as well, it. won't she? Get Last of Us smashed out. Um, I've not played it again since, so it'd be nice. That'll push me back into playing it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Now, The Last of Us. <laughs> if, <laughs> if we go and talk about The Last of Us, we go and talk about The Last of oh, Us. Oh shit, yeah. Episode five. Episode five. How many episodes are going to be in? Is it nine? Eight I, or nine? Isn't I it? think it was nine. Um, I don't know. Well, it all fucking kicked off this week, didn't it? It bloody did. <laughs> oh my god! What I'm loving at the minute is every episode ends with them two just walking off. Yeah, I like that. It's just oh shit, shit's gone down. Off we go. I mean, even at the end of episode three, like the saddest episode of TV of all time, it ends with them two just in a car driving off. Nine episodes. Nine episodes banging. Um, yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. This week, fucking another heart wrencher, oh, another sad one. I know. We won't give spoilers away. We won't. I had, I had, I think it was Ed and Kyle threatened when we said that we might give spoilers away. I think it was when Claire was on. And right. we were like, oh, fuck it, let's just talk spoilers. People have seen it. I had, like, I'm sure Ed and Kyle and maybe someone else said to me, like, I was ready to turn the podcast off. <laughs> right, I so, genuinely, I love you guys, but no, no spoilers. So I'll we, spoil what I want in my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, no spoilers. It was just, it was such a heartfelt episode again with plenty of action. It was yeah. really nice to see Ellie sort of be able to be a child. Yeah, um, yeah. Because we forget, you know, this post-apocalyptic world and she's forced into, like, killing and you know, defending mm. herself constantly. It was nice to see her chill out a little bit, talk about comic books, talk about just kid shit. Yeah. For once, which was absolutely. really nice. Um, fucking Pedro Pascal is terrifying in this episode. Oh yeah, he is. Terrifying. Like he's the man. He is. He is His the man, isn't he? He is face. like, just, he's just the alpha, oh, isn't he? Big time in it. Like any time they talk to him, his face is just like, don't fuck with me. Yeah. I know. Do not fuck with me. Yeah. Um, oh god yeah yeah we can't talk about it but again it's an absolute gut wrencher but the action is is top tier as well yeah and you know again no spoilers or anything but and there's lots of images out there but the monster fuck me fuck me didn't see that coming no obviously because i've not played the game so i don't know these things exist absolutely yeah yeah so to see that i was like oh we're going there yeah and terrifying <laughs> yeah. terrifying but i think what the show is doing so so well is that we're getting limited screen time like by that i mean like obviously it's a tv show so you only get like 50 minute episodes but within that short time frame just like in episode three you know episode straight away all the episodes the character development and the way that we get emotionally invested in these characters is incredible I couldn't agree more, my friend. Obviously, we had it with Frank and Bill. Bill, we've had we have it with these two new characters in this episode. Yeah, I mean that, straight away with Ellie and Joel. Like, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. it, and it, and you know Joel and his daughter. Yeah, you know, we get these characters aren't getting a lot of screen time, but I find myself fully emotionally invested. In it. It's like I'm rooting for them immediately, like within immediately. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. and 
to say they're doing that, like I said, in like a 50 minute episode or even the first 20 minutes of an episode is incredible because I've watched plenty, plenty of TV shows where you don't give a shit after three seasons yeah, about that, a character. That's yeah. it. You know, I can't help but compare things to like, I don't know, Rings of Power, which had like the most expensive TV show in all time. You know, I'm a massive Lord of the Rings fan. I couldn't give a shit about any of those characters com- yeah. compared to one episode or half an episode of The Last of Us, the yeah. characters in The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's credit to the to the show creators and stuff, as well as like the actors and everything as well. Like it, it, They're just smashing it. Yeah, they really are. Um, it makes me sad that there's only four episodes left. Yeah, I know. I'm a bit good by that. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing, obviously, I could be totally wrong, but episode season one will not cover the complete game then. I'm assuming, but then there's two games as well, isn't there? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I just don't... I don't know. I like, don't know, because I've not played the game. Yeah, I don't that's know it, where that's it, it. Like, I don't know how far in they are. I guess, obviously, like, if we play the game, we might, we might have a clue, but... And I don't know how, what their plan is in terms of, are they making three, four, five seasons? Because sometimes they pr- plan it, don't they? We'll go, yeah. we're going to make three seasons, and that's going to cover the first game. Yeah, and the thing is as well, realistically, if you look at episode five that's just happened... um, it's only a time span of a couple of hours. Yeah. Is, isn't it? Yeah, Because course, a, lot, yeah. a lot of the episode is flashbacks again and, and character development. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that really, it's only one tiny mission that they go on. This is true, yeah. So yeah. It, we're not perhaps, we're not spanning days and days in a massive chunk of what should be going on. No, yeah. So, I mean, the whole thing, I don't know, a couple of days maybe from start to finish, apart from flashbacks. Oh, I think it's only a day. Do you think? Yeah. Well, they had that one night where they slept <clears> in, the, in the woods. Yeah. And then they had this other night where they slept in the city, where they got interrupted by that, which is the start of this episode. Oh, so episode. you mean the whole season? Yeah, that's I what I mean. I thought you meant that episode. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I yeah, literally yeah. mean the whole series, I don't think. Oh, a couple of days, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. fucking crazy. Yeah. Sorry, my throat is really like, <laughs> <clears throat> I've proper got a frog in my throat today. Yeah, incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, I think to get rid of this, I'm going to have to wash it down with something. Oh, yeah, what's that? I don't know, some sort of snack of the week, maybe? Ooh, that'd be nice. Sing us in, Drew, baby. Here come Sam and Ryan, listen to them both speak. They've come for hours all with their pop culture critique. But are you even a nerd if you don't overread? So come on, everybody, it's the snack of the week. What a sexy man. Who? Drew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Boo Drew. Boo Drew. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly enough, as we inserted Snack of the Week uh, soundtrack there, Drew had randomly sent me some very artistic pictures of himself in his, it's like soldier outfit. And yeah. he, he's not in the army, he's just how he dresses. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes to dress up in different outfits and send pictures to us. <laughs> the nurse one was nice. I enjoyed that one a lot. So, Snack of the Week. Snack of the week. I fucking did a thing, mate. What thing did you do? I, uh, <laughs> when we was talking about becoming the world leading condom uh, salesman, oh, yeah. <laughs> I decided to get a prototype of a new bit of merch that we could sell. Oh, it's not a condom. <laughs> it's, a- it's a fucking biscuit tin. Oh, look at that. A biscuit tin that has our faces on it, the podcast logo, and it says snack of the week. That's quality. It's fucking banging, isn't it? That looks really good. So <clears throat> that 
is not worth the money. <laughs> so I'm not going to sell them because I've obviously I bought this from one of them like photo type shops. Right, okay. Where they'll put any photo on the top. So no one's going to spend £15 on a uh, snack of the week tin. No, probably not. So except for us. I want to give this away as much as I want to keep that because that is fucking awesome. That is it? so cool. It's cool. I want to give it away as a, a good idea. gift to some lucky, lucky winner. Um, as we've mentioned over the last few episodes, we've been so graced with people giving us um, snack of the weeks and people seem to be invested with this random <laughs> fucking segment that was supposed to start. The idea of it was we're going to taste a new beer every week oh, and really know, yeah. delve deep into the flavours. <laughs> but instead, we eat cereal and talk about like how good Frosties are. Oh, the Frosties and are great. They are great. They're great. great. I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> um, so what it's become is nothing compared to what it's supposed to be. So I am loving it. So I want to give this away to one lucky listener and i would like to do a little a little prize giveaway in the way of anybody that has sent us a 60 second recommendation right going to get put in the snack of the week tin nice instead of a hat yeah okay and we're going to pull out a winner next week so boys and girls you lovely people out there that keep saying you're going to send us a 60 second recommendation Get them sent to us to get involved and have the chance of winning a biscuit tin that's got nothing in it. (laughs) (laughs) We really want to i really want to give this to someone because i think it's fucking it's such quality. a cool little thing that is such a good yeah and this is a good prize it's just a little way to get you guys more involved and there's so many people that goes i'm gonna get around to doing it. i'm gonna get around to sending you this 60 second recommendation now's your chance because you can win a snack of the week tin yeah something to hold your snack of the weekend incredible what we'll say as well is some people have said to us i don't want to talk for 60 seconds if you want to write a written review that we read out in 60 seconds that will also count absolutely how does that sound ryan that sounds banging yeah yeah and yeah like you said we've been we've been really lucky we have some great 60 second recommendations sent in as well and it's really nice to get get you guys involved in the podcast as well oh absolutely because we've still got a couple in the bag um, yeah we have we have to to put out there but we'd like to everyone that sends us one is going to get played yes um but we're just going to hold them out there'll be some episodes where we don't do a 60 second recommendation but you will get played um so just a big thank you to everyone that's got involved and to encourage people that want to get involved you know we're a community here at into the podcast (laughs) and we have we are all into the podcast (laughs) (laughs) now the best thing about this is you don't know what our snack of the week is because it's in the tin oh wow (laughs) look at that so ryan this week we have millions jelly babies yeah but cola flavored yes mate have you had millions before I don't think I have, you know. They're so fucking banging. Okay. So millions are great. They're these tiny little chewy sweets. Right. And these are just their version of Jelly Babies. Nice. Now, I searched high and low in my cupboard for something for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) How long have these been in the cupboard? Uh, So I do a games night every two weeks. Somebody brought them round probably a month or two ago and left them here. Oh, that's not too long then. So, yeah. Um, Tuck in, mate. Let's get some. I'm actually quite excited about these as well because I fucking love jelly babies. And I love cola as well. In fact, my little vape that I'm puffing at the moment is a cola flavour. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Now, cheers. These are hurting my three teeth I have left. <laughs> very chewy. I've already got two fake anyway. They are very chewy. Mm. 
They don't break like a normal jelly baby. No. Mm. I feel like it's just one one of those sweets that's going to be um, or one of those snacks that's going to be gross for people to listen to. Yeah. And, um, then they're fucking tasty though. And I know people really hate it when I sort of like masticate into the uh, mic. And you do not move away from the mic like I do. <laughs> I turn my face to be I respectful. Get cl- you I, get closer. I get closer. <laughs> 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 I nearly choked on Jelly Baby. Mm. They're nice. Mm. You know what? I'm not a massive Jelly Baby fan, but they're good. They're good, chewier than normal Jelly Babies. Very chewy. Mm-hmm. I hope but the listeners can can really taste that. Really taste the chewiness <laughs> in your ear holes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, a millions Jelly Baby out of a snack of the week tin. Incredible. Do you know what's going to really annoy me once I give that away? I'm going to end up buying myself one. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, was, gonna, I was literally thinking, I was like, oh, we should keep it. <laughs> just, I'll get just, another um, one. Yeah, to put our snacks in. That's a great idea. It's a fucking wicked idea, isn't it? I like the idea as well, because I had no idea what the snack was. So you then see? we got the snack tin, and we could just do like a little reveal. Snack and... of the week. Oh, I'll buy us another one. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, it does look amazing, to be fair. That is a quality prize. Yeah, it's way... So I bought it just as a tester, and it's way bigger than it looked on the picture as well. Oh, nice. Way yeah. bigger. Because I was like, this is going to be a, like... Like you a, get one bourbon in it. Yeah, exactly. But you could fit a pack of biscuits in there, mate. This yeah. is like this is like a sandwich in a pack of crisp type tin maybe not my sandwich no, but yeah, maybe, maybe if you're like a borrower <laughs> <laughs> i mean people eat normal size sandwiches too ryan you fat shit <laughs> who why i might have another jelly baby i'm Help sorry yourself. i'm sorry listeners <laughs> I'll, i will move away no you won't <laughs> <laughs> so that was snack of the week tin Oh God, I I really hope we get some good 60 second recommendations for this because I'm giving up something that I genuinely love. Right, quality, yeah. Look, I put effort because obviously we will be doing another mystery box soon and I like to put a bit of effort into them. I like, yeah. I I go around and try to find different things. Oh, okay, so let's get a t-shirt for this one and, you You know. You went to town on the last one, it was quality. mm, So I like doing them, but nothing like that. I've never done one and been like, I want to keep all that shit. I buy it to give away. Yeah, I get that. Oh, the listener would like this, whereas this, I this do one not you want to it give was, up. It was, yeah, it was a trial, and it's ended up being my favourite like, thing. Like I own quality. Yeah, <laughs> I own a fucking couple of grand PC, and you know, <laughs> nah, this brand tin. new Xbox, but <laughs> this, this tin, tin with our faces with our on it, shitty logo on it. <laughs> not shitty, mate. You did a quality it's not job. Shit. Thanks, yeah, mate. I yeah. made that. Yeah, you I prick. know. Yeah. I don't know why I fucking bother with you. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've changed the subject because you've, you've angered me now and I can't okay. talk to you anymore. Uh, so, should we do the Eliminator? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, the, I can't the, stay mad at you. Let's do the Eliminator with, with a, a lovely um, introductory jingle yeah. that you did as well. Is it good, Ryan? It's amazing, yeah. mate. Listen to this. <laughs> It is time for the Eliminator. (laughs) 
just showed me a really sexy picture of Aaron Taylor Johnson <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot to click record because I was just staring at his fantastic abs. <laughs> That is a picture that Oh, what a, what a sexy man. Oh, my God. He is chiselled, that boy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's in unreal shape. Oh, I'm sweating now. <laughs> you had a pure panic on your face. It's like you didn't know what to do. Like, I can't look away from this picture, but I should have clicked record 15 seconds ago. <laughs> Oh, God, that made me laugh. Uh, right. Anyway, The Eliminator. Yeah, oh yeah, that thing that we do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> talk about films, I suppose, I guess. Um, <sighs> so, no sexy men, just all sexy film. Oh, yeah. This is a surprise for me, Ryan, because obviously we pulled it out last week and we pulled out... Avengers Infinity War Yeah. versus Spider-Man No Way Home. Absolutely. And I took the piss out of it saying, well, we know which one's going to win this. You did. I Why remember. the fuck did I say that? Oh, you know what? This is, we've said every week prior to this, there's always been like a clear winner. Like going into it, there's always been an obvious one. Like we, we know who's going to win. Like, you know, Avengers is going to go through or Guardians is going to go through. But this week, wow. When, when we pulled it, I was like, I know who's going to win it. Yeah. And, and you I don't know, know why I thought that. I'd, I think at the time... I didn't register that it was the latest Spider-Man because they all sound the same. And obviously we're doing it in the moment live and you, you know, we've got a, a lot to think about because it's homecoming far from home and nowhere no home. Way home in my head. I don't think I fully appreciated that. Oh shit. That's the new one. Yeah. I, I was exactly the same. And I'm glad you admitted that because I didn't want to admit it. Yeah. I, I think, didn't want to admit that. I thought it was the Jake Gyllenhaal one. <laughs> I thought it was a Jake Gyllenhaal one at the time. I was like, fuck, no way home. And I was just, yeah, I, I think I thought far from home. Which is a fucking banging film anyway. Yeah. In itself. But going up against um, Infinity War, I didn't see it going very far. Oh God, this is hard. I, this yeah, is I think, really oh, hard. Yeah, okay. I think I know where I'm going, but. Uh, I didn't. So I was talking to our friend Megan earlier about this and she was like, oh, <clears throat> um, what do you know what you're going to vote yet? And I was like, not a clue. Mm. That was at like one o'clock this afternoon. Yeah. I had no idea what I was going to pick. I now do. I now know. <clears throat> um, so should we just should we talk about the films? I think, yeah. Do you want to start this week? Yeah, sure thing. Um, I'll start with Infinity War because it's there. <clears throat> I was talking to a friend recently about the Eliminator and he says the problem with Eliminators is they don't really work. Like if you're, as we've noticed, you put in Captain America up against Endgame, say. Yeah. You, it's hard because you've got one film that's starting a film, a film that is years and years, decades worth of films to get to this point. And we have sort of brought that up. Oh, yeah, of course. Whereas this isn't. Both films have decades of film behind them building yeah. for this one moment. Yeah. Um, so Infinity War, I fucking hope if you listen to this, you know what Infinity War is. But it was like the avengers film this is what it's set up for fighting thanos thanos wants half of humanity not humanity the, the universe yep. to go mm -hmm. it's fucking outstanding <clears throat> it yeah, really it is. is so good this is what we've been waiting for this was the point of the three phases beforehand yep. all the films all the sequels setting up for this monstrosity of a film all characters together quite quirky Mm -hmm. Lots of decent scenes with each other. You know, when you're watching it, um, when Thor comes crashing through, is it Comatage? Is that what it's called? No, it's not Comatage. What's uh, their house called? Doctor Strange's house. Um, 
Isn't it just like the New York Sanctum? It's only the Sanctum, yeah, yeah. Comatage is the city, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, ah, correct. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's like when Thor comes yeah, crashing right. through yeah. that, but he's coming down from like the... Hulk, you mean? The, yeah, Hulk comes through down like the Rainbow Bridge. That, yes, yeah. yeah cause, I mean, the, the opening scene, isn't it? After the opening scene where it's Thanos has come in and just killed all the Asgardians and yes. then Hulk gets thrown off by Heimdall. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you're just like, fucking... Oh my god, this is going to be outstanding, um, and it does not disappoint. You, you know, you, you're seeing, you know, Thor meets Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time. Some real quirky conversation between them, but a mashup we didn't know we wanted to see. Yeah, because they work perfectly together. Um, Tony Stark and Doctor Strange, how well they work with each other. So well, yeah. Their egos clashing so much. Unbelievable. Um, Bruce Banner struggling to get his Hulk up. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's all just fantastic. And the fighting is incredible. Like watching Tony Stark and Doctor Strange use their powers to to fight evil and how they can use their powers as one. It's just fucking everything we needed from three phases of Marvel film. Yeah. It's so, 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 so good. Um, I, d- I don't really know what to say about Aven- like Avengers Infinity War. What what you got? Uh, I mean, uh, I I don't, I don't know what to say without saying it. I would argue that it's maybe the perfect superhero film yeah. in so many ways. Like, like you said, it, it this is this is this has been building for, to this for so long for Infinity War, and this felt different. This felt like. Marvel was was big and it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But even when I went to see Infinity War, it took it up and not even a notch. It took it up five notches. It went massive. They turned it to eleven oh, for this, absolutely. And you know the opening scene where everything we did build up in the great film that is Thor Ragnarok and save the day or whatever is instantly destroyed in an opening scene with Thanos and his guys because I'll kill all the Asgardians or most of them. Handles get gets killed. Loki gets killed. And Thor gets defeated, left for dead, and Hulk gets just his ass kicked. And yeah. like that's all within the first five minutes, and you are just like blown away by that. Like holy shit! And then <coughs> the way it it gets all the characters together piece by piece and bit by bit. You know, it starts in New York, and you know, with Spider Man and Iron Man and Doctor Strange and that bit, and then you know. They're trying to find Captain America when he turns up. It's so cool. Every character's turning back up. It's just so, so cool in its own right. And I mean, I could talk all, all, all night about this film, but I would say this film has, if not the, certainly up there, if not the best action pieces in any of the Marvel films. Agreed. And they're all done so well in different ways. Yeah. So fighting Thor on the, on that planet in outer space. Yeah. The fight that's going on in Wakanda against the army. The massive epic battle. But then you've got like, you know, even the little one, like the ones at the start where it's like the children of Thanos against like, you know, hunting Wanda and Vision. And then Captain America turns up with like his guys, like the superhumans. And then, you know, cut to Wong and... Spider-Man and, you know, Doctor Strange and Tony Stark. So they're like such random mashups, but then it gets bigger when they go to space and they meet the Guardians. And the fight against Thanos with, you know, Iron Man, Spider-Man, the Guardians, Doctor Strange, unbelievable. Maybe the greatest fight in, in 
in all of Marvel, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I'd agree. The, um, I love the bit where it's Doctor Strange versus Thanos and it's all the magic and stuff and they're just countering each other. It's so, so cool. And ah, it's just, I can't say, you know, I think what's important to note as well about this film, it's, we, we knew it was going to be followed up, but ultimately at the end of this film, the good guys lose. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's one of those films, like, like an Empire Strikes Back type thing. Mm. The bad guys win. Thanos wins, you know. He gets what he wants. He does the snap, and half humanity is destroyed. Yep. And it's like, and there's the end of the film. See you later. Thanks very much. And and I know it's like tune in next time, but still, that is the first time where we've had. You, you know, you sort of think, how are all these superheroes from all these different worlds, with all their own incredible backstories, gonna? Could they possibly lose? And they get their asses kicked in lots of ways. Literally, they get their asses kicked. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable film. It's one that I can just stick on. I've watched it time and time again, Me and too. I can just stick on and just think, I'll have it on in the background. And suddenly I've watched the entire film, and it's just, I'm just like still blown away by it. Yeah. And not as long as I remember. No. I thought it was a three and a half hour film. It's not. It's less than three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half hours, maybe, yeah. I think. Yeah, which is just nothing, really. To say, and to say what they get in that, the, you know, how much they show. There is no filler in this film. None. There, it's all, all action. It's all action. It's all killer. It's all quality. Yeah. Whew. Infinity War versus Spider-Man No Way Home. So again, you should know what No Way Home is at this stage. If you do not, it is the newest of the Spider-Man films. It is the Spider-Man film where we reunite Andrew Garfield well, don't reunite, but <clears throat> they all come together in the same universe. Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, and Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Three Spider-Men, um, all the old school bad guys that we love from Spider-Man. So we've got cool. Doc Ock, we've got Sandman, we've got Electro, we've got fucking Green Goblin. Oh, yeah. I would have liked to have seen maybe some of the newer ones. Oh, we've got Lizard as well, haven't we? We've got Lizard, yeah. It would have been nice to maybe get what's-his-chops in there. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal? Not Jake Gyllenhaal. The one before that. Vulture. Vulture. Or someone like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Although yeah. he, I don't think he stands up to the other bad guys. No, I don't think he does. But it would have been nice just to, for me just to see maybe a more modern one. Plus, but... I love Michael Keaton. Exactly. But I thought it was done very well in it's the air of mystery for Tom Holland Spider-Man, who just doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on. Yeah. So the premise of this story is everyone knows who Peter Parker is now, and they know he's Spider-Man because of that. Um, MJ is best friend. No, no one can get on in life. They can't get to uni. They can't do anything because they're all associated with him. So he goes to Doctor Strange and says, "Can you do a spell to make everyone forget I'm Spider Man?" Mm -hmm. He agrees. Goes to do it because Peter Parker keeps trying to change the spell and be like, "Oh, me auntie needs to know who I am, though. My girlfriend needs to know who I am." He sets off this massive spell rift that sucks in everyone that wants Spider Man. Yeah. In every universe to gravitate to this Spider-Man. Yes. Um, oh my God. This film delivered. I was expecting this film to be 100%. Yeah. This film delivered more. Yeah. It's, yeah. Go on. It was, I mean, <clears throat> okay. Tobey Maguire left us with Spider-Man 3. Meh. Yeah. A bit of a sour taste. Bit of a sour taste, but to have him back was incredible. Yeah. Always a massive fan of Andrew Garfield anyway. I, I do like him, and I I liked him as Spider Man. I didn't think his Spider Man films were great. Not uh, the I, not, not I, the best. Go on, go on. Let you finish, and then I'll 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 say my piece about that. I 
I think he is a fantastic Spider-Man. I think he is a fantastic Peter Parker. Mm. Um, maybe you're right. I think I think they did a banging job of the bad guys. I think they were what they were. That if it, I don't, there was no set goal for them Spider-Man. If you know what I mean, yeah. Like Andrew Garfield, he was never going to be part of the Avengers. He's oh, never yeah. going to be part of this phase of what the MCU is. He wasn't ready for that. <clears throat> yeah so to speak. So they weren't dialed up like Tom Holland Spider-Man mm-hmm. Spider-Man is. Um but it fucking delivered everything I wanted and more. Yeah. And rewatching it, it's got everything. It's got the heart-wrenching moments. Oh yeah. It's got the funny moments. The fact that you've got all three Spider-Men all talking about how how they work as Spider-Man and their griefs. They're very funny together, but what it does is it takes us back to the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. They're Mm. all really friendly with each other and really nice with each other. And you know what? Well, I remember watching that the first time and being like, oh, it's corny, but I like it. It's not corny. That's exactly what Spider-Man is. Yeah. He is the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It takes us back to that. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I'd see it now. I get it now. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Go on, have a chat about it because I could chat all day about this film. Yeah, I I totally agree with everything you're saying. And, you know... I know what you mean. Like, it was cool to have the bad guys back in. It was really cool to have some of them, you know, like some of the older ones. Willem Dafoe, what, what you know. He is incredible it, in this He's film. so good in this. He's fantastic. I mean, he's great in everything. We know we've spoken on the podcast before about how much we love him. He's fantastic um, and terrifying, you know, and, but you sort of feel for him. He just played that role so well. So it's nice to have him and like Doc Ock back as well as the new ones. Um, but I know what you mean. They fell a little bit, not fell short, but they're just not, I don't know. They weren't on that same massive level, you know, and I think maybe because you said like some of the, like the, the Tom Holland stuff, it's been dialed right up, you know, when Tom Holland's been fighting Thanos suddenly like, come on, dude, why can't you kick lizard's ass? Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. But I didn't think that in the film, like that, you know, I'm just sort of like, trying to play devil's advocate a little bit. Of course. I, I um, know what you're saying. Yeah. But this film is all about their interactions with each other as the Spider-Man, as the Spider-Men. It is like all the different versions of Spider-Man. Um, because, you know, there's been hundreds, dozens probably of different Spider-Man over the years that are like, you know, whether it's cartoon, whether it's, you know, TV shows, whatever we've, they are all incredible in their own right. So, and that's like childhood. It's like my era. Like, so growing up with the Tobey Maguire ones, I loved them. The third one was shocking. And I, I never got into the Andrew Garfield ones. I actually liked Andrew Garfield the most in this film. Okay. I thought this film made me appreciate his Spider-Man more. And I've spoken to other people who've said the same. Like his, you know, it, I felt I felt so emotional. You know, the bit where he saves... Um, his redemption story. His redemption story, where he saves SMJ, saves MJ. That was more emotional, I thought, than when it actually happened when yeah. he doesn't save her. Yeah. In his own film, I just felt his film films fell short. So this almost what was beautiful about this is it almost wrapped up his storyline. It did. And same for Tobey Maguire because they, I don't know, Andrew Garfield sort of simmered away into nothing. His films, Tobey Maguire's left it on such a sour note. So. It was so nice to bring them in. So now our lasting memories of these characters is this incredible film. And I love that. And I love their, like I said, their interactions with each other. The fact that they recreate the meme where they're all pointing at each other is fucking genius. If they didn't do that, 
it was fucking it would have been such a shame like why yeah. why would you have three spider-men together and not have one of the most used memes of all time yeah. in geek culture absolutely so you know i i love 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 that it was so so good it was cool that we had like all the characters in there like doctor strange i mean wong's in there again you know yeah, wong, yeah. he gets in everywhere wong doesn't he um yeah love loved it it did not it did not disappoint at no. all this film um so yeah, like I said, we could keep talking about them both all night, but we're going to have to eliminate someone. We are. So should I go to the listeners' votes? Do it. Do so it. up until I went quiet about one minute ago, because just before I gave it, I wanted to just make sure I've picked everyone's um, vote. It was 50-50 until 45 seconds ago. <laughs> Go on. Infinity War won by one point what in the listeners vote unbelievable my vote is going for spider-man wow so i have the deciding vote you have the <gasps> deciding vote and i wanted to leave that for you i want to get that in there quickly oh my god this has never happened before i'm nervous <laughs> i was genuinely shitting myself that, that would have been 50-50 and we would have been 50-50. Like, what do we do? We don't the have eliminator a con- just explodes. We don't have a contingency <laughs> like, no, for we, this. We don't. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors? I don't know. We flip for it. Um, so, Ooh. you know what? It's difficult because I've seen Infinity War so many times and I've yep. only seen Spider-Man once and I really wanted to re-watch it this week. But I, I wish you did. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I do too. It's just been a crazy week. Should we pause it for three hours? We'll yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but even even before that, even when we've been chatting today, you know, thinking about it, I've been thinking about it all week. I've always had one in mind, and I'm going to go with that. It's Infinity War. Yeah, I know it would be. I know it would be. Your passion for it, and don't get me wrong, my passion for it is just as big. Yeah. The fact that I had the opportunity to watch them both this week again, um, I'm not... I'm not going to miss one. Even if I have to stay up till two in the morning, I'm not going to miss one. Yeah. Um, just because my memory is fucking dog shit. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm quite good with films. I'm one of those that I like, I can, for some reason, my brain just manages to remember it. So if I watch a film once, I can remember like three, like all the characters 15 years later. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that film, like it's, so I, I could watch a film on a Monday and forget it by the Thursday when we talk right, about it. Yeah. So that's why I want to rewatch, especially things like Spider-Man No Way Home because it's been so long. Yeah. Well, I watched it when it first came out. I've seen Infinity War a thousand times. I didn't have to rewatch that, but yeah. I'm going to. Um, okay, I'm not mad. No, I, it's I, it's difficult. I, I I wouldn't have been sad if any of these, with either of these going through. I just think, for me, it's just... Again, it's a bit unfair on Spider-Man because I know he's got the three Spider-Man, so it's bigger than just a normal Spider-Man, but it still is a solo character going up against the ultimate But I think... Film. <clears throat> yes, you're right. It is harsher in that aspect, but what this did well was wrap up decades of. Oh film. yeah, yeah, and I exactly. Think, I think these two hit well with each other for that reason. Yeah, this is the wrap up. Here's all your Spider Men together. You're fighting all bad guys. You know, it, it's a good. Yeah, it's a really good point. Actually, this is like the culmination of every live action film, live action Spider Man that we've ever had, 
And yeah, so you've got, you have got all that backstory and that wealth of, and it's so nostalgic and it's tripped down memory lane. It is a great film and I do really want to rewatch it. Yeah. And again, um, like you say, it's a redemption story for everyone, isn't it? It's, yeah. It, it's what I love. Everyone gets to wrap up their business. Yeah, absolutely. It's fucking heartbreaking at the end. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's got, it's got, it's got everything. I, um, it is a, it is a fantastic film. One of the best Marvel films I just my personal vote is I think Infinity War is I get it, mate. is it just tips it it just tips it so Infinity War wins nine eight on votes oh. in the end um, not mad I thought that happened last week I was like well I know he's gonna win this yeah um, but I was swayed by rewatching if yeah. I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have had time to rewatch yeah I and maybe if I'd have rewatched I might have thought differently <clears> but we'll never know yeah up literally up until just before we clicked record. Um, Spider-Man was smashing it. Yeah, oh, it's so it's so weird because I, I, when I was on the way over over to you, driving over to yours, I was on the phone to Claire, and um, you know she rang me. And she was like, "Oh, I, you know, I, I voted in the list, listeners' vote. It's like 63 percent Infinity War." And I was like, "Ah, oh, just going to smash it then." Got here, and you were like, "Spider-Man's killing it." Yeah, so they'd taken over it. suddenly, and then when we started recording, it was neck and neck, and then to, yeah, forty-five seconds or whatever you said before we cast our votes. It nicks it. Yeah, because I try and do this every week, right up until the point where we give our vote, I will keep checking it just yeah. to make sure any last minute votes get put in. And at the same time, I unfortunately forgot to put it up yeah. yesterday due to having car issues. So last night it was a case of leaving here and taking my car to the garage because that blew up. Um, <clears throat> thanks, Jack Magic, for telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Um, so yeah, just a lot of shit on my mind. Completely forgot. So I only had the opportunity to put it up at lunch. So it's not had the full 24 hours, it, unfortunately. No. Because we still, know we get a lot of votes, but people are still voting. Maybe yeah. that would have changed it. It might have done. It's eliminated. Goodbye. It's eliminated. Goodbye, my dear. Let's pick another one. There's no way home for you. Right. Nerd. Nerd. First one. The OG Iron Man. <sighs> Versus Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Ooh. Interesting. Very interesting. I was going to rewatch Multiverse of Madness last night, you know. Yeah. I was sat here. I was in such a foul mood because right. obviously the car had broken. Oh, yeah, it's course. the second time this week, this brand new car that I've only had for a week has been in the garage. Yeah. Uh, I was in such a foul mood and I couldn't find anything I wanted to watch. So I nearly put on Doctor Strange, but in the end I went for what we do in the shadows. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. nice. I was, I was like, oh, you know what? I just want some bullshit. Have you I watched that some... before? No. The Taika Waititi one? No, first time. Yeah. What do you think? I, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I think I, I'll i rewatch you when I'm in a better mood because I was in a foul mood. Yeah. I found it very funny. I, I think the characters are all great. I love the storyline. Yeah. I love it's that. typical um, Jermaine Clements in Taika Waititi oh, comedy. It's, isn't it's it? genius. Yeah. For those that haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows, I would definitely recommend it. It is like a mockumentary film about. Uh, uh, it's like, yeah, a fake documentary, like a documentary crew are following vampires that live in a house share in New Zealand. It's and and it's ridiculous. just, and it's just their day-to-day activities. Yeah. Get, get, get in arguments like little, yeah, about, cle- about cleaning up. Oh, stop leaving dead people to clean up. You know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's so funny. It has those like fake interviews with the, uh, with, with the, like a fake interview or whatever, like, you know, like, almost like big brother style. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is genius, and that's obviously spawned the TV show. Which I will be watching next. Have you not watched that either? No, never. Oh, it's so good. You know what? I think the TV show might be better. Okay, cool. 
same, same characters? No, 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 totally different. Um, just as good, if not better. Matt Berry's in it, and I fucking love Matt Berry. Okay, um, I banged that one on because I also, although I couldn't be asked, I need. I'm doing obviously your 52 film, which a lot of our listeners are doing. Yeah, I've had, yeah, a lot of people asking me about. <clears throat> actually. So I needed to get, an, I want to get another film in. Yeah, how many are you up to? Ten. Nice, doing well. Yeah, I think I'm only up to six. Oh yeah, so I was stuck on nine. I was like, I need to watch a new film. Yeah, um, so you know, I banged this on. I managed to watch one. I had to watch over two days because I've been so busy. But Claire and I watched film that you've seen the little things denzel washington oh, denzel jared leto rami malik what did you think i thought it was a so it's a it's a film about a serial killer denzel washington's like a disgraced detective teams up with rami malik who is the new detective on the block the new hot shit yeah and they're trying to they're investigating loads of like murders of young women yeah um principle you know a premise that's been done a million times. You this know, is kind of like modern day seven in yeah. a way, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then it's a, I, I don't know. What did I think of it? I thought it, I enjoyed it. It was a six out of 10. It was a, I think it's an average film. That's not, it doesn't break the bank. You know, break the mold. Sorry. It doesn't like change anything. But what it does have is Jared Leto now, as as how captivating is Jared Leto in this film? This film was coasting at a three out of ten, hold, not holding my attention until Jared Leto turns up. You see, I give it a seven out of ten, and the majority of that is because of Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. his character as soon as he turns in, turns up in this film, it suddenly became interesting. Yep, he plays like not, it's not spoilers or anything, <clears> but he plays basically a potential suspect that yeah. they think might be the killer, you know, and they're sort of like watching him and get interacting with him, trying to figure him out. You know, is he the killer? Is he, could it, you know, and it's all that mystery around him. He's like he, a serial killer enthusiast who likes to pretend he's the killer a lot. And yeah. Yeah. So, so they don't know, is he the killer? They never is he not take actually? him serious and just yeah. like, fuck off, mate. But obviously, I mean, I love Jared Leto anyway. I'm a, I'm biased towards him. Um, but even I would say this is one of his best roles. This, uh, my, the best role, his best role. Really? I, I wouldn't even say probably, yeah. Oh, this see, is I, his he, best role. I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's as good as Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about you know, that film. He, which he won the Oscar for. Um, but <clears throat> he is terrifying. He's creepy. Yeah. He, he's just a total... Tr- it, He's always one for like he's a you know a crazy method actor that that will go to extremes, but he's another one that he's a character actor, isn't he? That becomes the that person, and he's almost not recognisable in this because you know in real life you see him, he's like the playboy guy, you know, good looking singer. You know, I think I just saw an article the other day, and he's like in the fucking Antarctica on a three million dollar yacht with Lewis Hamilton and loads of like all these fucking supermodels and I hate I, that I love him so much yeah and I'm like oh, I imagine he's such an arrogant prick but I still love him and he's a cult leader mate of course yeah, he is yeah he is a cult leader and but he's a you know he's a fantastic actor and in this film he was yeah he was scary he's like, a pot belly weird greasy looking like, he's got balding. like a limp he's like he's just gross yeah but oh yeah, he's freaky. I, he stole the show, you know. And he's, he's up against Oscar winners in Denzel Washington and Rami Malek. Yeah. He made them look like they were fucking the, the most 
boring wooden actors I've ever seen. <clears throat> Absolutely. It, it helps that his character's interesting. Oh, yeah, of course. But at the same time, you expect more from Denzel and Rami Malek. Yeah. Would you um, recommend this film to people? I would say if you've got nothing better to do, catch it whilst it's on it's on prime yeah i would recommend i would recommend it 100 percent because i think everyone should see the performance by yeah okay yeah in in that sense i 100 percent agree in terms of a film i wouldn't say go out of your way to watch it but if you come across it definitely stick it on you've seen the plot before yeah watch you know watch jared leto let let us know what you think about him because i think yeah he stole the show yeah and it was was quite yeah i'm glad i'm so glad i watched it because of that performance i think he got nominated for a golden globe for that performance like best supporting actor totally get it you know in a film that no one had heard of i only heard about this film because of that nomination and and this is from like a couple of years ago i think i think like 2001 2021 yeah i I got sent the trailer for it i think i was still doing sorry you're in my seat podcast at the time and I got sent the trailer and I was like, this is going to be the biggest film on earth. Yeah. With, with the storyline looking very Seven-esque. Yeah. And the cast list. Yeah. This is going to knock everybody at the park. And again, I enjoyed it. Seven out of ten for me. What's way like, fuck, I'm glad I watched that. But not overly for the storyline. Yeah. For the performance. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Okay. Uh, I'd like to end this episode talking about the sickos. The Psycho Sickos. The Psycho Sickos. So we have sort of explained this in the past, maybe not so much. So all started with you, me, and our friend Kanish. Yep. We want to go start watching horror films. Obviously, I've, if you know me, you know I'm a huge, huge horror film fan. That's what I watched to unwind. That's what I watched to ch- just to chill. Um, didn't realize Kanish was so much into it, and I knew you was into it a bit. So we decided, oh, fuck it, let's go start watching horror films together. Yeah. Our other friend that we work with started calling us the Psycho Sickos. So we just adopted the name as <laughs> like... the Psycho Sickos, because why would anyone want to go watch horror films? So we just took <laughs> yeah. that name because it, we thought it was fucking hilarious. And me being me, being like, now nah, this is fucking ridiculous. I was like, we need a logo and we need t-shirts. Yeah, so that, I think within 24 <laughs> hours, we had t-shirts with uh, Psycho Sickos on the back. Banging t-shirts. <laughs> they are well, quality, they? So yeah. cool. It's got like big red letters on the back, Psycho Sickos, Sickos and on the front... Um, is a dagger with a screen. Yeah, I've been called a loser more than once for having this shirt. It's a fucking banging shirt, though. It is a quality shirt. I think it's the principle behind it because yeah. we're like nerds. Well, you know, it losers in a in basically like a film club, but... Fucking fuck too right. And yeah, that has now, I'm proud of it. That has now massively expanded. It has, yeah. We've got so, lots of other members. Iona was the, the, the first inductee. Yeah. Uh, then we got Magdalena, yeah. Samaya, and Max the Boy. Aye. That's it, isn't it? We haven't got any other members at the moment. That's everyone so far. That's everyone so far. So we're expanding. Um, <clears throat> which now it makes it really difficult because it's so hard to organise when there's that many people to go to the cinema. And we've got snaky members going to see films by themselves. Oh, and, it's all, it's oh, all, it's the, all the politics off, that we did not need. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm forming a splinter group. <laughs> Mate, can I be in it? No, it's just me. Why? <laughs> I'm not letting it... Well, I've let people down. But... You've been once. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> we go to Nottingham. <laughs> Three minutes from where you fuckers work. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we've been to see a few films that we've not mentioned. Well, you've guys been to see the films. These were the two that I missed, unfortunately. So I've caught them recently. Now they are on streaming sites. They so don't take long, do they, horror films to come on the streaming on sites? fucking Disney at the minute. is fantastic. Yeah, they're getting it straight away. Um, So I just thought it'd be nice to mention the sickos and talk about the films. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think we've got a, plan, a trip plan with them next week as well. We, we have going to go, go see, see Knock on the Cabin. Knock at the Cabin, yeah. yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Oh, I watched, that needs to go in it. I watched Old the other, the other week. His last film that brought out about the beach that makes people like age oh, 100 times yeah. faster. That's dog shit. Yeah. Bad film. Not good film. I feel like, I, th- I think you mentioned that before, you know. Did I mention it? I think that? you've mentioned it, no, yeah. No, no, good film. That, no, needs, it, that needs to go on my list. Okay, yeah. Just remember. Um, so, should we talk about Megan first? Megan! Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so, um, Megan, if you haven't seen the trailer for this or the concept of this film, it is about a young girl who has lost her parents in a car crash. So, she goes to live with her auntie who works in a, like, toy development um, like what, yeah, like a toy company group. that makes that makes the designs and makes modern toys. Yeah, but they're, they're they're not like they're not like Barbie dolls. They're like high end. I think the one that she starts with what looks like the, what what looks like an interactive Furby. Yeah, you know that sort of matches up with your smartphone and it's really interactive. And you can got like apps for it and stuff. So it's like modern day like high end technology. It's not like yeah not like small soldiers yeah yeah fucking small soldiers watched that recently (laughs) unbelievable film um so yeah but behind closed doors she's using company money to create the greatest doll of all time which is an interactive ai smart doll which is you know eight-year-old size that learns talks has its own mind and i'm sure you can tell what fucking happens with this being a horror film and it being a blumhouse produced film um obviously her sole purpose is to protect the little girl and takes that command Literally, too far. yes, and, and way and too far. It's smart AI, so obviously she's learning. She's being able to um, take over her own command to turn off. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the film? You know what? I actually really enjoyed the film. Yeah? I really enjoyed it. You know, I went into this film expecting... I've seen this trailer quite a few times. I went into this film expecting absolute dog shit. I was expecting it to be the worst film of all time because it's ridiculous. It's, you know, the trailer, you've got this like life-size doll just doing stupid dances, attacking people with like a knife or whatever. And you're just like, yeah. this looks mental. And, you know, it's it's a modern day ripoff of Child's Play. And yeah, Chucky. oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Only less voodoo. Yeah, but going into this, knowing that and expecting that, I had no expectations. Like, my expectations were at zero. So, yeah, I thought it was quite good because it didn't take itself that seriously. It would make jokes about it. Um, There's some funny moments in it. It wasn't scary, I didn't think. it. I enjoyed it. I Yeah, you know what? I, I was surprised, pleasantly surprised by this film. Okay. What, what about you? This film met every expectation that I had for it. Yeah, go on. Which was nothing. So yeah. you can't go and watch a film like Megan and then come out and be like, that's fucking dog shit. You knew exactly what you was going to watch. Yeah, exactly. You knew what you was... It, I had this conversation with a friend about the film The Meg, and I think I've mentioned this on the film before, and I'll always go back to this. You knew what you was going to go oh, see. yeah, yeah. A film about Jason Statham punching a fucking massive like, Megalodon shark. Yeah. And You're you know g- what? That's another film... I really enjoyed the Meg because I knew it was going to be shit. Yeah. I knew it was going to be stupid. I knew it was going to be ridiculous, but I really enjoyed it in spite of all that because, yeah, like you said, it's a giant shark, a ridiculous shark that Jason Satham's basically fighting. Yeah. Come off what it. What more do you, you want? Know, and that's what you get with Megan. You're going to see a Blumhouse-produced film 
about a life-size doll that has fucking super AI that can, you know, make its own thoughts and speech and its job is to protect a little girl and you see it going a bit crazy. What more do you expect from this film? Because that's what you get. I didn't love this film. Oh, no. no. I I wouldn't go as far as saying I really liked this film. But this is why I love horror film. This is the film. I will watch this film again. I will watch this film again really? because okay. it is the type of film that I watch to wind down. Right, okay, you yeah. know exactly what's going to happen. There's no real jump scare. I mean, jump scares aren't good anymore. You know where they're going to be. Um, I can wind down to a film like this because yeah. you know what's going to happen. There's no serious dialogue in it, no, really. I, actually, no. But you know what you're going to get. Exactly. And I can just chill to that. I've not got to engage my brain at any yeah. point. And you need films where you don't have to engage your brain. And this is one. Oh, totally. And I totally agree. That's, I think, I, And that's why I enjoyed this film, because I had no expectations. I, I knew exactly what I was getting from it. But I actually got a little bit more because it was a little bit funny. I thought it didn't, like I said, it didn't take itself too seriously. It made a couple of jokes. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. I was actually rooting for, for Megan. Was you? Yeah, I could not stand the auntie who built her that was looking after the, the you know, her niece that's just lost her parents. She was such a... Sh- she was useless. You know what? I think I turned to the guys in the cinema. I was just like, I want I want Megan to win. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but yeah, it's one of them, like, I probably... I'm not the same as you for that horror aspect, but I pro- so I probably won't watch it again. But I wouldn't dissuade anyone from seeing it. I would not. I would never ever say pay to watch this film. But if it comes on Netflix and you got you want it, like you said, you want to unwind. You don't want to take yourself too seriously. Stick it on. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I do want to give another film a quick shout out. Then so Alison Williams, who plays the auntie, right? Um, <clears throat> she's in a film on Netflix called The Perfection. Okay. Which is another like horror thriller film. Film. That is just off its fucking nut. Right. It's about um it's about like a celloist or or what I think she's a celloist or a violin player or whatever that goes to this really fucking fancy school. I don't want to say any more than that. It is off its rocker. Okay. It's a good one for the psychos. I would say go and watch it. It just goes mental. Yeah, okay. The lots of really weird things happen and a lot of the time in the film you're kind of going, I don't know what's happening but it all wraps up to a conclusion at the end that's a bit supernaturally and a bit weird and just very okay. off its tits. And it's one of those films, I really enjoyed it. Other people probably won't. Yeah. I know some uh, one of my friends watched it and was like, it was dog shit. Right. I really enjoyed it just for, it was new, it was a new concept for a film and it, I thought she was great. I mean, it helps that Alison Williams is a beautiful lady. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, cool. Fantastic lesbian sex scene in it as well. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So what, how do I watch this film? It's on Netflix, mate. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the perfection. So the other one that you guys went to see at the cinema and I missed and is now on Disney Plus is The Menu. Now, I had no idea what this film was about. And I remember you guys, you and Iona talking about it in our group chat, saying, oh, we're going to go watch The Menu. And I was like, we're a fucking horror group. We go yeah. watch horror films. Why are we going to watch a film about food yeah. that's got Ralph Fiennes fucking... Anya Taylor-Joy. Anna and... Taylor-Joy and Nick Holt in it. Yeah. Like, this isn't a horror film because they don't do horror films. Oh, it's a horror film. When it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not, a it's... horror thriller comedy. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's really hard to define what this genre is. I, I would define it as fucking genius. It, yeah? I loved it. Yeah. I thought okay. it was funny... But very new concept, weird, 
like it had everything I need from a film. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I fucking loved it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it too. I think it was one of them that most of the psychos missed. I think it was me, Max, and Alex went to see it in the end. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was one of them where it wasn't scary. It's not like an out and out horror. I'd say like more like thriller, comedy, drama. I don't. It's just it's got a bit of everything in it, and I really enjoyed it. It was. Some of like the dialogue bits were the best way. It shows you like the menu. It's it's it takes a piss out of pretentiousness and like the pretentious food world. And you know, there's a scene where he makes a cheeseburger. Yeah, my mouth was watering. Oh, I was me like, as oh, a vegetarian, yeah. pescatarian, uh, oh. I was just like, oh, I need a cheeseburger right now. I need that cheeseburger. Yeah, it not a that that it looked incredible so we should probably give a bit of context to the film yes we jump straight into this so the premise of the film is nicholas holt is a massive 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 foodie takes a uh, young lady to this restaurant called the hawthorns which is on a like remote island yeah um and it's full of fancy rich people it is pretentious as fuck They're going it's for, like, so exclusive isn't it i think there's yeah, only yeah, about yeah. like 12 guests uh, only, 12. only 12 guests are yeah. allowed at a time or something and they all yeah. have to pay like an obscene amount of money just to go for one evening yeah and you know he's renowned as the greatest chef of all time um so the idea is anna taylor joy isn't that bothered she gets a bollocking at the beginning for smoking because it will ruin her palate yeah um, yeah Nicholas Holt um, is just the world's biggest foodie who has followed this man to the end of the oh, earth. In a and he's so way. over the top, isn't he? He's just like, oh my god, this is just genius, and oh, you know, yeah, he he plays it really well. To yeah, fair, Nicholas Holt. Ralph Fiennes plays the um, he's the chef, the chef, the main chef of the Hawthorns, and just bit by bit, the menu gets weirder and weirder and weirder. And, and like at one point, aren't they just eating like, isn't it just like a rock or something with some like salts on it or something oh, the, or the, moss? The, is it the, moss? The first, the first thing is like one, like scallop on a rock and the rest of it's moss. Yeah. And they're famous for their bread. And the second course is breadless bread. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's just a plate with all the dips for a bread with no bread. Yeah. And, and Nicholas, I was like, oh my God, it's so clever. It's <laughs> genius. And like this I, menu tells a story. Tells That's a what story. It's about. And then, uh, you know, Annie Tate Joy is like, she's the basically the normal one, I say, in sort of, who's like not, not rich or she's just becoming because she's been brought as like a date to yeah. Nicholas Holt's character. So she's like, what the fuck? Like, where's, Where's the food? Like, I'm hungry. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is ridiculous. So we, we sort of see it through her eyes a little yeah. bit. Like, what is going on? Because there's other people there, like celebrities and stuff. Um, John, yeah. John Le- Leguizmo. Le- 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 we all mention him all the time. Yeah. He, he, he sneaks in. He plays it quite well. It's got a good, it's got a great cast. Very, very good cast. Um, yeah, I would definitely recommend this film. It's one of those films I... A bit like Barbarian when we went to see that. I had no idea where this film was going. Nope. I there was no end point to this film. I did not I could not call this film. What is the point of this film? Where is it going? What's the story? Like it kept me guessing constantly. And I, any film that does that for me and, and keeps me engaged is a big tick for me. Yeah. So I would yeah, I would definitely recommend this film to people. Definitely. And you need to watch it through just to watch for the dessert. Right, oh. the, the dessert is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. 
and like like you say, it's just a piss take of itself. It's a piss yeah. take of pretentious snobby wankers. Yeah. Like really, the reason for what's going on within Hawthorns is the most ridiculous reason you've oh, ever yeah. come across. Yeah, you know, we've just spoke about Infinity War, where I actually one hundred percent agree with what Thanos is saying. <laughs> to this, where his, you know, we're not giving it away, but his reasoning for doing what he's doing. Um, there's a whole backstory of Nicholas Holt invited Anna Taylor Joy at last minute to replace his date. And there's like a massive confusion and everyone that works at the Hawthorns is really confused why yeah. someone else is here. So there's a whole backstory there. Well, why? Why are yeah. you that bothered? Who's in your, you know, they're going, well, you know, the menu is made for everybody. Like we know who's coming. We yeah, research people specific, that have come like, in. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, yeah, but why? And right. so there is a bit of guessing going on, but it's just brilliant. It is. Yeah, it's such an entertaining film yeah that that's the word mate i've not had that much fun watching a film in a long time yeah okay yeah i mean nice. granted when i went on my film watching binge towards the end of last year where i watched things like bullet train oh like, lots of i film, was yeah. i had so much fun watching them just as much as i had fun watching this and yeah I, that's what i miss about filming days like yesterday where i felt so shit and in such foul mood and just wasn't feeling great within myself that I didn't want to watch a film. I couldn't be asked to engage with things that was going on. I could have done with a film like that yesterday. Yeah. Although I watched what we do in the shadows and really enjoyed it. I think something like the menu or bullet train that you just have so much fun watching is what I needed. Yeah. That's to, it. To perk me up and bring me back to life a little bit. And that's what, that's why I love film so much because it can do that for you. I feel like film for me can, can it is it's pure escapism, but it's almost like it's comforting and it can help you like through those moods. Like if you're feeling down, you're feeling low, you're feeling knackered, you know, you're feeling happy, you know, whatever you want, those films can be there to almost like support you in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? Like pull you out of those, those slumps that we get into. And I just love it. Like pure escapism. Yeah, absolutely. So that was what we've watched as the sickos. And there's just one more that I wouldn't mind mentioning because I mentioned it a couple of weeks to you guys, you and Claire, and I don't think I've spoke about it on the podcast, a film called men men. I have not mentioned that on here. Have I, I don't think so. So this is a film that was, <laughs> I don't know why it was recommended to me, probably because I watch really weird shit. This is true. Um, so this is a film on Amazon prime. Okay. And the I can't remember the main um, actress's name, so it's her and Rory Kinnear, basically. Okay, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. You know Rory Kinnear is, don't you? Yes. When you see his picture, you're like, oh, me, Rory Kinnear. Men. Yes. So the premise of this film is a uh, a woman goes through some tragedy, some trauma with uh, with a yeah. husband or Jesse partner. Buckley. Jesse Buckley. That's it. Um, with a partner, husband, whatever it is. And I can't, I actually can't remember now whether you actually see what happens to him. I don't think you do. All you know is that there's some real trauma um, and she needs to go to this village out the way, stay in this little country manor just to get away from the world and to regain her, herself again. Tiny little village that she walks around. Um, the bloke who owns the house or the groundskeeper comes along, played by Rory Kinnear. Right. He's, he's like, oh, this is so funny. He just seems like that typical toffee chap. Yes. Oh, you know, darling, you can go have a look around the grounds and uh, <laughs> you, uh, there's a lovely pub 20 minutes away and we'll go for a glass of wine. Um, but he's really sweet and you're like, oh, what a nice little character. So she goes for this nice walk. She's having a look around. She gets a bit freaked out and then she sees this random like albino bloke with his cock out just staring at her, covered in scars. Okay. Who's played by Rory Kinnear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stay, stay with me. <laughs> 
She then goes back to the house. Really, really weird. This albino bloke tries to break into the house. Um, okay. She shits herself, calls the police. So the policeman turns up, played by Rory Kinnear. Uh, uh, right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. She, yeah, then, um, she then has to get out of the way because everything's weird. You know, he's been arrested. She goes to this um, church and she has this breakdown of everything that's gone on. And she meets this child outside of the church who's wearing this mask and he's like, play with me, play, play a game, play hide and seek with me. Takes his mask off, played by Rory Kinnear. Uh, I think he, well, yeah, yeah, I don't know if you, I think you might have mentioned this yep. before. And Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Then the um, priest comes out and starts talking to her, played by Rory Kinnear. And, but bit by bit, it's getting weirder and weirder and weirder. So like the priest is like, well, she starts telling the story about how her husband died and this priest is like putting it all on her. Okay. And it's like, well, why did you let him die? Like, he clearly died because he killed himself because of you. She's like, but he beat me up. And he's like, well, that's what men do. Get over it sort of thing. Right. So yeah, you're starting to get this thing of, okay, I get it. She's seen the same man's face. They're all a bit wankery. This is yeah, a film about okay. hating men and, you know, what she's gone through. And, okay, I can kind of see where we're going. I think this is where it's going. Shit happens. Then <laughs> she tries to get away from this place because it's getting quite freaky now. She doesn't like it. Yeah, Rory Kinnear's everywhere. Rory Kinnear's <laughs> everywhere, mate. And there's a couple more Rory Kinnear's knocking about. Right. So she get so she tries to run away. She can't. She goes back to the house. She's very scared. Albino man comes back. Rory Kinnear, Albino. Rory Kinnear, but he's now half tree. Yep. <laughs> but what what Albino half tree Rory Kinnear does is lay down with his big cock and bollocks. Yeah. Lifts them up where he has a vagina and gives birth. To Rory Kinnear. To Rory Kinnear. <laughs> so one of the other characters played by Rory Kinnear, which I think is the little boy, and then he's like, oh, and he's crawling towards Jesse Buckley, and it's like, help me, and then he immediately becomes extremely pregnant, lays down and gives, then another vagina pops out of the child Rory Kinnear, and he gives birth oh, out of his belly button to the priest Rory Kinnear, who then chases after her, falls down, gives birth out of a vagina that he has between his shoulder blades. <laughs> who gives birth to another Rory Kinnear <laughs> that Rory Kinnear gives birth out of his mouth who eventually gives birth to her original husband that killed herself there's some dialogue in the film ends there you go <laughs> someone recommended this film to me going it's right up your street mate. <laughs> you know what it wasn't <laughs> Rory Kinnear <laughs> but I've seen way too much Rory Kinnear for my he life he doesn't like Rory Kinnear <laughs> is that a film you'd be interested in watching I don't Ryan? want to watch it now yeah it's, I do it's is it weird a, it, well yeah it sounds ridiculous um I don't really know how to process that to it's, be honest it's hard isn't it it's like when I try to explain Chainsaw Man to you yeah yeah I feel like I'm not going to get it until I've watched it. That's where you're incorrect. You won't get it then. <laughs> <laughs> so when this got sent to me, this was sent to me by my friend Aaron. And I like like talking to Aaron about film because he sees the stuff that you don't see. Like he's the real buff and he really gets deep in the storyline and the connections. And he's like, oh, you'll see where this is. You know, you'll understand the meaning behind it. The, you know, the backstory, the any reason why all she sees is the same man. And I'm like, at the end of it, I messaged him like, what? What was the point of that? <laughs> Explain that ending to me. Go on. 
Explain that fucking ending to me and tell me what, how that fits into any fucking whatever backstory this is or whatever feelings this woman's feeling. No, Rory Kinnear, go away. <laughs> Stop giving birth out your shoulder blades. It's weird and I don't like it. It makes me feel a bit icky. <laughs> go away, Rory Kinnear. You're gross and I don't like it. <laughs> You're covered in blood because you keep giving birth to yourself. <laughs> That's one of my films I watched this year. Oh, no. Oh. I, don't, I don't know if I'm brave enough to watch it. Honestly, I would suggest if you can find something on YouTube where it shows you them bits, just watch that. Oh. It's not worth watching the film. It's okay. not. It's bad. Um, I couldn't not talk about that film, though. That's yeah. a film I wish I went to see with the sickos at the yeah, cinema. Yeah, because, okay, yeah. Because, like Megan, I would have been pissed off if I went to see that by myself when I used to go to cinema a lot. But if it went with you guys, it would have been fun. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and you can just be like, you can experience that what the fuck moment together. Yeah, Um, that I would like to have experienced with you guys. I mean, I'm still, I'm still in shock. I feel like if anyone wants to play a drinking game whilst listening to this, anytime we say say Rory Rory Kinnear is mentioned. (laughs) At least we know what we're going to call this episode. I think Rory Kinnear will like, he'll wait till he gets tagged on Twitter and he's like, who the fuck's tagging me? <laughs> oh, men, for fuck's sake. All the films I've done yeah. and you tag me in this film. <laughs> wow. Well did, well, did you enjoy that episode, mate? I did, yeah. I didn't I didn't expect that ending. No, I'll be Just honest Just like with the you. ending of men. You you look like Rory Kinnear to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, that's all, that's all I can see from you as well. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Anyway... <laughs> That was fun. Uh, just want to say a massive thank you to everyone that's listening. Numbers are looking healthy. Please crack on with sharing with your friends, getting people to listen. Um, I think we're only two likes away from like 100 on Instagram. So if you don't follow nice. us on Instagram, just go follow us just so we can hit that 100 yeah. mark. Or if you don't have Instagram, create an account just to follow us on on Instagram. Yeah, or Facebook or whatever. Don't forget to send us your 60-second recommendations. Yeah, we've got a few in the bag now, actually, to... Um to start rolling out we're not done this one this week but we'll we'll get we'll make yeah. sure we get them out don't worry guys that have sent them in they are coming it's just we don't want to make this samey we don't want every week to be the same yeah yeah it's nice to like today where we've had a, a really busy week that just we were both just shit. absolutely knackered we just want we've not really prepped anything today we just want to come in have a bit of a catch up and just just chat a load of shit really yeah chat rory kinnear just chat about rory kinnear so not only that you can in fact, I might put a picture of Rory Kinnear in this tin of Snack of the Week. <laughs> I will. I'll print a picture of Rory Kinnear out and put it in the Snack of the Week for you guys if you send us a 60-second 60 rec- 60 recommendation. Um, so, yeah, any any final thoughts, Ryan? Um, I like Rory Kinnear. Rory Kinnear is great. Do you know who's better than Rory Kinnear? Baby Rory Kinnear or Je- Tree Rory Kinnear? Jenny. Jenny's better than Rory Kinnear. No, no. I like Jenny. Jenny's the best. Peace. (laughs)